Hello and welcome to day 10 of the Massive Attack Podcast, 12 Days of Christmas Oddities. Mm. I'm Joe, with I'm me tonight, Mitch. jumping in already, <laughs> is Mitch. and not only is it day 10 of our 12 Days of Christmas, today is actually a special episode for us, because it is our 200th podcast. 200? Yeah, so even though we only had like episode 108 or something, if you count up all the Christmas episodes, all the minis, all the, you know, Welcome to My Worlds we've done, yeah, this is our 200th recording. That's actually quite a few. Yeah. It has been eight three years. people that listen. That's a lot. What, four or five now, I think. Oh, what? We've almost doubled our numbers. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. But yes. Thank you guys for listening and keeping us doing this. Mm. We'd probably do it with no listeners. Probably. We maybe are. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, thank you all for 200 episodes. Wow. Anyway, so enough of us patting ourselves on the back for being great. Thank you, Barry Horowitz. <laughs> Obscure wrestling reference. Today, for our oddities, we've gone back to the anthology mm-hmm. and we watched an episode of The Outer Limits. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if I've actually seen The Outer Limits, but when it started and there was the opening credits, I have definitely seen those opening credits because uh, I remembered it almost word for word. Do not adjust your television set. No. Yes. Well, there, there was the original Outer Limits from the 60s and this was, I think there might have been an 80s one as well. And looking at this, when I just did a little, little bit of research, not a lot, don't expect a lot, uh, this 90s series seemed to rank quite a long time. Yeah. Mm. It was like quite a few, I think six or seven seasons. Which I don't... It never made it on air here, as far as I know. Yeah, I'm not sure if it actually did make it on air here in Australia or not. So I remember the 80s, whether it was Twilight Zone or Outer Limits, after 21 Jump Street on that Saturday night. That was that late night before MTV. After 21 Jump Street, there was either an Outer Limits or a Twilight Zone. I'm not sure. Something like that. Yeah. Well, maybe listener and friend of the show Joel might actually jump into our Facebook like he did with Tales from the Crypt and tell us that it used to air at like one o'clock in the morning on Channel 9 back in the day. So who or knows? Dodsy, the other listener, but he's like eight months behind. So it'll be a while before he gets back to it. Yeah, next Christmas he'll get back to this sort of thing. So this is actually season one, episode 13 that we're looking at. And I think this is our third episode 13 that we've come across. For this, for this run, yeah. So that's the oddities itself. Okay, so this, starting off, it's a Christmas episode in the same way that Die Hard's a Christmas film. It's set at Christmas. There is a little bit of a Christmas message, kind of, but it's not an overtly. No, I can tell you now. There's no drunken Santa. There's no tenements. I don't think there was even a Santa, was there? No. There was a slight Christmas carol sort of noise, mm. and there was Christmas parties. But that's I think that's it. about as Christmas so, as we get. Yeah. So before we go on, it's actually called The Conversion. Yes. And I didn't understand what that meant until the, at the very end. end. Yeah. So it starts, and it's a deep forest for music. That's Something oh, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That thing. Yeah. It made no sense. I thought I was playing the wrong yeah, so did I. video because yeah. it made no sense. And it starts with like a really like super, super close up of an eyeball. Yeah. And the the deep forest music. Yeah. And it's like, hang on, is this a Christmas episode? And I was like, what is this? Yeah. And it's got Frank Wally, is it his name? Is yes. It? So yeah. Frank Wally, who is probably most famous for being the kid that is eating burgers for breakfast in Pop Fiction. Oh. I'm not sure if he's Brad when they say check out the big brain on Brad or whether that's one of the other kids that answers that question and he's also in career opportunities which is with more Jennifer famous Connelly. for me well yeah. she's more famous for writing a kids ride but anyway in a white singlet yes so it starts off with him having a few drinks in a bar looking a bit put out I suppose he's also looking 90s as fuck oh, isn't yeah. he well it's 95 and so he's wearing the baggy suit the undone tie he has the sort of hair curtains fringe and he's just 90s and he's ass. putting putting drinks back and then the barman's sort of looking at him grumpily he's sort of grumpy and then it's like here you go and then he he goes into an elevator elevator opens up 
and he goes in and shoots his boss. Yep. That's that's what happens. Yeah. Then it cuts back to him in the bar. It was just a dream, or not a dream, fantasy. He was yep. picturing doing it. He wanted to do it. And he sort of plays with his belly, and he's got a gun. He actually has a gun there. So it's not like just a fantasy that he wants to do. It's sort of like, I'm going to do yeah, this. He's, it's like he's sucking himself up yeah. to do it. So he's going to do it. Then, as he comes out of that fantasy, the barman's there going, here you go. And he goes, what? And the barman's going to give him a drink. And he goes, on the house, that lady over there wants to buy you a drink. So... It looks over and it's Rebecca de Mornay mm. from all the, not all the and the Rocks Cradle. Oh, I was thinking, what's the Tom Cruise one? Yeah, Risky Business. That's the one. Yeah, and she buys him a drink. She comes over, talks to him. She starts flirting, saying, "What are you doing? Oh, I got a party upstairs." Blah blah blah. Rattling off this story, hard luck story that he what used to work for them, but he got screwed over. Yeah, and blah blah blah. And she goes, "I'm going to the party up there. I'll come up with you. I know some people there." So they get in the elevator. They make out for a bit, and they drop their glasses on the floor. Like who leaves a bar and takes their glass in the <laughs> yeah. elevator? No, we were security stopping them. Exactly. It's terrible. And then it comes up there and elevator door opens. Christmas party going on. He pulls out the gun, goes to shoot the boss and shoots three people trying to shoot the boss because he keeps running behind people. And then he gets shot by a security guard because, of course, you have a security guard with a gun. It's at, at your Christmas party in 1995. And, and then he gets shot in the guts and he goes down and she disappears, turns into a sparkle. Literally, yeah. she turns into a sparkly special effect. Yeah. 1995 TV special effect. So he goes down the elevator, goes out. There's a yuppie as fuck looking dude. Who was actually from Caroline in the City. Plays the boyfriend. Oh, I wouldn't have a clue. Very yuppie looking dude. He goes, I want your car. And he goes, can I just have my phone? I'm closing a deal. So 90s. Yeah. I mean, he goes, just get out of the way. And he gets in the car and he goes for a drive. Then he uses the guy's mobile phone and he calls the cops to see, did anyone die? He rang the cops saying, look, you know who it is. Just tell me, does anyone die? And he goes, yeah, three. So he's feeling sort of... Technically, he wasn't ringing the cops. He was ringing the the company he used to work for and a cop answered the phone. So it's not like he rang 911. No. So that's all well and good. So he just goes on the run. He's feeling distraught. Oh my God, I'm a murderer. I did this. I did that. And he drives in and ends up in a diner. Yep. And he sort of goes in there and he sort of... He's got a big 90s as fuck jacket on, so he's covering his bullet wound with his big suit. Yep. And he sort of goes in there and he sort of like wants to wants to drink because he's obviously alcoholic or, you know... Yep. <laughs> how do you cope with just shooting people? I don't know. How do you? I don't know. Drinking helps. Yeah. Yeah. So she goes, well, I can't. A liquor license laws, you have to order some food. So he goes, well, just give me a... Bowl of soup. Bowl of soup. And he ends up sitting down and he ends up having a conversation with this guy in the booth. Called Lucas. Lucas. Played by John Savage. That's the one. Who is from Hare and... Deer Hunter. Deer Hunter, Thid Red Line. Been in a lot of things. Familiar face. Normally looks rough and gruff. Yeah, I thought he was meant to be, like, normally a bad guy by the look of him. Yeah, but he's just chatting away with this guy and asking him questions and sort of knowing things about him like a premonition yeah so he, he sort of they had this conversation over time and it gets a draw out that basically the company he worked for which is where he shot them up did some dirty deeds and he was the one who took the rap for it and did some time in jail so i c- couldn't quite work out exactly what he was talking about but i think it was probably insider trading mm. something like that yeah i think they were from what he said i think they were selling real estate to more than one person and then when they were coming back and saying well i own this house and no you own this house and then yeah Yeah, basically they were doing some dodgy stuff but he's the one who took the fall for it yeah they they let him out to dry so he was angry at that yeah so he's just come out of prison yeah and And all the time he was there he was plotting his revenge pretty much but in the meantime what we got was a cop investigating the murders and there's a bit where he's there and he's gone to the morgue yeah and they go and they go what's going on here it's like uh this guy's got no fingerprints <laughs> maybe he was santa from santa 85 maybe. amazing stories this woman here is literally perfect yeah like her dna everything about her is just 
perfect. You cannot... There's no flaws whatsoever. And that guy over there, his brain doesn't make sense. Like, look at... You know, if you look at his cell structure, it's not human. It's a dolphin brain. Yeah. And it's like, okay, this is kind of strange and all this sort of thing. So you get this back and forth. So you've got this conversation happening in the in the diner and this cop investigating what's going on. It's getting stranger and stranger. And what's his name? Lucas? Lucas, He's yeah. telling him, he goes, I've got to go. And he goes, don't go now. You go now, you die. The yeah. cops are going to shoot you. You're going to die in 45 minutes. And they go, oh, why? And he sort of... He, he doubts him, but he's sticking around, yep. sort of, for that. And then he sort of goes to the toilet, sort of pads up his bullet wound for a while, comes back, has another conversation. Has a couple goes, more drinks. Well, I didn't leave now, so now I can go. I'm not going to do anything. He goes, no, you leave now. You're going to die of septicemia in whatever, because you get the infection will yep. kick in and you're going to do this. And then something else happened. And then there was a bit where they shook hands. And he, he Yeah, he there got was like a, a bit of a blue light come a, out of the handshake. And yeah, and he ended up, the wound was gone. And he goes, oh, so the wound's gone now, I won't do that. And he goes, no, but you've got nowhere to go. Yeah, you're going to die in three years' in time. Street, you're you're going to become junkie. a junkie, you're going to this, you're going to that. And so all this sort of stuff happens. And it's... It's, it's interesting. Like, it's, it's kind of cool. The conversation's quite good. Again, it's another two-hander with their conversation back and forth. Could have been, more, like you said, you were a bit confused. I was a bit confused. So it probably could have been a little bit better written. But Or maybe we could have spent a little bit more time paying attention when we were watching Maybe that it. too. I was reading the wiki while we were watching. And that made me understand a lot better. And then... The cops arrive at the end. There's, there's cops. And he's sort of shown there was premonition. He goes, so you can see the future. He goes, I can see the potential of the yep. future. And at the end, the cops arrive and he goes, just sit here. Wait, the cops are about to arrive. Yep. And they turn up and this and that. And they go, where is he or whatever? And they point and he looks over and the other guy looks like him. Yep. He's like, what? Yeah. And he gets arrested and he looks at him and just gives him a nod and says, it's okay. And yeah. goes off, gets arrested. And then he looks in the... And he's kind of like, oh, do you, have you seen this guy? And they show him the picture of Frank Wally. And he goes, I like, just yep, met him today. had a drink tonight. He looked like a man down on his luck. Yeah. Sort of thing. And he, earlier, the other guy had some money. He had cash. Like a, lit- a massive a wad, wad yep. of cash. This is the Lucas character. So he's like, okay, move on. And the guy gets arrested. That's okay. And he looks in the mirror and he's become Lucas. Yep. His face has changed and all this. And he goes, it's a new beginning. This is the conversion, obviously. Yeah. It's like, you have a new chance, essentially. You've been given a new chance on life. Because he did say to him, he goes, what would you do different? Because you don't know if he's an angel or an alien or whatever. And they've got all this conversation. They go, but I've killed three people. And he goes, no, you didn't. We put them in place. Yeah. They aren't people. You didn't kill anybody. It's okay. And so that's why they were aliens or angels. We don't know. Dolphins. Uh, so, yeah, he gives him the water cash. He's gone. That's good. And he moves on. And he, one of the people in the diner, he said, you've actually... His pa- she's an orphan, her parents. Yeah. The dad died because he got drunk because they lost all their money because of what you did and this and that. So she's that. And he goes, that could be anyone. He goes, no, 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 that was you. Yep. You did that. So when it's like, oh, my, my, my chance for redemption. Okay. So he pulls out the, the water cash as he's yep. leaving and he goes to the barmaid saying, do you know who they were? And it's like, yeah, it's them. Can you give them this for me? Yeah. So it's his chance because what he said was, what would you do different? Yeah. And he goes, nothing. I wouldn't get caught yep. or I would have got out earlier or, you know, so it's like, so knowing all that you knew, you wouldn't change a thing. You would do it all again. Yep. And he was like, well, yeah. yeah exactly. And that's what he got him at. And he got him to a point where he's admitted he was wrong and this and that. So <laughs> that's where we got to this point. So he's got a new lease on life and he goes out with he a new out, character. looks at the full moon, mm. stares up at the night sky. Yep. And we cut back to... And that's, that's fine. That's his yep. ending and that's all right. But this is the kick. The kicker was the ending here, I think. Yeah, where- so we cut back to a prison yep. where... Frank Wally is in prison 
Yep. Just as they're bringing in another prisoner. Yep. And, and Frank, while he looks down, he sort of falls over in the cell and he sort of puts his hand down to pick him up and he just gives him a knowing smile like, I'm here. I'm here for you. Yeah. yeah. I'm going so to kind of help like, the next person. Yeah, yeah. He's moving on and, and he's the helper now rather than the helpy. Well, it's not. Well, it's the same guy. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's just but he's going to be moving bodies, on to the next so. person. And yeah. So yeah, not very Christmassy. Not it could Christmas have been anywhere. Yeah, it just exactly. happened to be a Christmas party. So this is, if anything, take away. If you're thinking about shooting someone at your work Christmas, party don't no don't because not everyone's going to meet the angel no we can't guarantee they're going to be dolphin brain perfect people and no one listens to deep forest anymore no Hmm. yeah so and that's where it ended on that fucking deep forest song again which made no sense yeah so Hmm. yeah it, it was christmas in a setting only and there were i suppose there was that redemption moment of the spirit of christmas maybe getting into him i don't know but maybe it could have been said at any time yeah it really didn't have to be christmas but i like this Mm. as i said i don't think it's a christmas special no but it it kind of made me want to watch some more out of it i want to watch all the anthology shows i want twilight zone i want night gallery i want out of limits and there's so many it's too many but i would love to do it Mm. and it was relatively short i think it's about a 45 minute episode if you're watching it on daily motion like we did it's about an hour long episode because of all the bloody ads that daily motion throw in throw in ads just whenever like there's obviously an algorithm saying yeah about now yeah. it's in the middle of a scene 6.3 minutes let's put an ad in or yeah. something but yeah there is probably a better rip of it out there on the internet if you want to look for nefarious ways but yeah we watched it on Daily Motion it was on the sci-fi channel at some point so it could be on demand services it somewhere yeah yeah 90s as fuck, but enjoyable nonetheless. Yeah, I, I dug it. Hmm. Just not as Christmassy as we were hoping, but nah, it's still technically a Christmas episode. It is. All right, but that's probably a nice place for us to wrap up day 10 and our 200th episode. I'll just put that plug out there again. Wow. So, for 2001, no, 201, my maths is terrible, we will be back tomorrow with hopefully something that is a little bit more Christmassy than this was. Yeah. All right. All right, teaser enough. See we'll see you tomorrow. Bye. The first Noel